was the end of the Earth year 2259, and the war was upon us. As anticipated a few days after the Earth's Centauri Treaty was announced, the Centauri widened their war to include many of the non-aligned worlds. And there was another war brewing closer to home, a personal one whose cost would be higher than any of us could imagine. We came to this place because Babylon 5 was our last best hope for peace. By the end of 2259, we knew that it had failed. But in so doing, it became something greater. As the war expanded, it became our last best hope for victory. Because sometimes peace is another word for surrender. And because secrets have a way of getting out. You have transmissions holding. Match incoming signal. Full audio and video decode. Purple files accessed. What you are about to see has never been shown to anyone outside the break house. out there in podcast land welcome to gray 17 a babylon 5 podcast a part of the front row network and npr illinois community voices we are a group of first ones who have watched the show far too many times and a group of i've been told they should not be called newbies anymore maybe new ones or somebody actually said baby lawns which i did enjoy that one a lot oh too. nice so yes, whatever you want to call I them <laughs> okay so we're gonna call them the baby lawns uh, hashtag baby lawns now so these are newbies who have only watched uh up until season two and uh nicole is back because i don't know why she left but she's coming back now and so we are here for the second time and thanks for everyone who stuck around with us while we were dealing with that for the season two live recap show we have several things going on that we want to talk about today and actually uh we're going to go a little out of order because i told our special guest to join us at 9 15 because we were supposed to have the intros done and that didn't happen but first let's introduce ourselves so for the second time i'm scott and with me is emily blake justin kevin Mike. Nicole. And Andrew. And we all promise never to disagree with Scott again so he doesn't mute us. <laughs> I didn't mute anybody. I didn't mute anybody at all. Okay, so we're going to go with the season two show here in a bit. But first, we did have a, somebody join us, uh, reach out to us and ask if they can join us. And I'm going to bring him on right now. He's been waiting in the lo- waiting room, so hopefully he's here. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hey, Chris. He's checking his audio. He's getting his audio connected. It's working. Oh, it says no. There it goes. Hi, Chris. How are you? Oh, he's still trying to connect his audio. There we go. There we go. Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey. Sorry you've been waiting in the waiting room for 10 minutes. If you were watching on YouTube, you saw that we couldn't figure our shit out. But here we are. We're back. (laughs) 
So, Chris, uh, if you have been watching the podcast for a while, we did a bonus episode interviewing Chris, who is the lead writer of Claudia Christian's Dark Legacies. And so Chris reached out and said he wanted to chat with everybody tonight. So I invited him over and I'm going to toss it over to you, Chris. Have fun. Hey, everybody. Um, yeah. So I'm the co-creator, lead writer of uh, Dark Legacies. I'm not sure if anybody really knows what that is at the moment we've got our first we had our first issue came out um a couple of weeks ago really uh, after a successful kickstarter so it's a brand new science fiction universe uh that claudia and i came up with and uh we've got uh, all the cast of of babylon 5 uh portrayed in it um their likenesses we've been working with them on creating uh their characters and we've also got um some uh cast members from star trek as well uh, and all our science fiction shows you have you have joined us so the big news today is that uh the artist for dark legacies going forward is none other than the legendary glenn fabry so if anybody knows who glenn is uh glenn's somebody who's worked for dc and marvel for a for a prolonged period of time mostly known for the preacher series he worked on the Preacher series um, with with Garth Ennis, uh, but he's a he's a legend in comic book um, terms. So it's great to have him on board. And uh, yeah, so we, our Kickstarter for issue two starts on Friday. So if you want to come along and join us, uh, we're going to drop a link in, and you'll get to see Claudia and ask questions. Um, to Claudia and, and uh, find out a little bit more about issue two. I can tell you that Peter Jersick's in issue two. I know you've had Peter on your podcast uh, mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. So, yeah, he's he's playing a, a particularly interesting character. Um, Peter and I crafted um, him as a as a suave intergalactic hitman. So he's, he's, never been a, he's never been a suave intergalactic hitman. So I thought, why not? Let's do that. Well, Chris, that's great news. Uh, we're really excited. You know, we uh, we have been following you guys from the beginning and with your Kickstarter for episode or comic one. And I, I just got to say, it's been really a joy to just watch all of you work to get this new universe going and also involving the fans in the process too. I mean, you've, you've got a great uh, community going on Facebook and other places as well too. And obviously this is all done through Kickstarter, at least so far. So I think, um, it's just been really fun to kind of watch this thing, Bill. And I know you've got some other stuff up your sleeve that you probably don't want to talk about, but I've heard some stuff and I'm excited. So this is really fun and awesome. Yeah, we've, we've got some audio dramas coming out from a company that, that does Doctor Who audios. Um, we, do have a, we do have a Doctor Who crossover. I have to say, a Worlds of Doctor Who crossover with mm-hmm. Dark Legacies. So there you go. There's a bit of an exclusive for you guys. And... Uh, there is a Worlds of Doctor Who and Dark Legacies animated crossover as well. Um, I'm not sure when it's coming, but uh, we've been the team's been working on it, and um, yeah, we've got. I've seen footage from the first the first five or six minutes were actually broadcast in Boston Sci-Fi uh, FilmCon this year. So um, yeah, it's there's a lot there's a lot of stuff coming. There's there games as well. We're working with Iconic Studios to bring some tabletop games. Um, hopefully but round about quarter one next year. So yeah, lots of, lots of stuff happening, lots of stuff uh, in the works. 
I just saw Justin do like a little giddy dance when you said tabletop games. Justin is our resident yeah. tabletop game nerd, so we're going to have to get him to try that sucker out when it goes live. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. We'll get a copy sent to you. Um, we do have a, a the minute we're working on a, a sort of a prequel to, to, to Dark Legacies. It's a bit of a cyberpunk RPG. So um, it sort of tells the story um, going up into uh, where the comic books are. So, Chris, we got a couple of questions coming in the chat if you want to answer them real quick. So first one, sure. Kevin says, Chris, what is the premises of Dark Legacies? It's set after the Earth has come out of a, a dystopian governmental system. Um, the, you know, we've, we've learned the mistakes of our past, and we're looking towards the future with a renewed sense of hope. Now, there's always shadowy forces that are trying to drag us back in uh, to the sort of dystopian totalitarian times. And uh, Claudia's character, Major, Major Jessica Steele, she's dealing with the dark legacies of humanity's past, but also the dark legacies of her own past. Um, you find out in issue one, and spoiler alert, that uh, her sister, played by uh, Pat Talman, actually murdered her entire family um, and on the orders of the previous government. And you find out a little bit more about that in issue, issue two, when uh, uh, Pat's character and Claudia's character face off and you'll see that on in the Grey 17 wall, uh, the uh, front cover of that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the premise. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but, um, yeah, all the, all the principal cast of Babylon 5, they've got character parts in it, and they're actively crafting their character parts with Claudia and myself. And the other one was, and this one, you I don't know if you're going to answer or not, but... Jacob asks, how many issues are you planning? Um, as, as many as we can get out. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's initially a four-issue four arc. So we've got, we've got two arcs of, of four issues each. Um, so, yeah, uh, what, the minute we're on, we're on Kickstarter, I'm not sure if that's always going to be the case. Uh, but Kickstarter is a great way to obviously to crowdfund and to gauge interest in the comic. Um, if you would be interested in seeing a possible television series with this in it, uh, it's always good to support the Kickstarter because it gives us a little bit more ammunition that we can we can pass to um, the the executives who are looking at this at the minute. Yeah, and I, I want to highlight that again. I, you know, I've, I just said to uh, Chris and the gang, uh, and uh, Claudia as well. And the reason why we got to interview Claudia is because of Chris and his work with her. So we really do appreciate that as well. But Chris and his team have been really working hard to get this universe going and to keep the fans involved. So if you can, absolutely help them out when the Kickstarter goes live. And Chris, remind them again when Kickstarter for issue two goes live. Yes. This Friday, uh, we're going to run it for a month. Um, we're going to start, you know, showing off uh, little bits of artwork throughout the campaign with by Glenn, um, and we're going to have all our little treats, you know. So we're going to have variant covers. She'll have a variant cover uh, with you, know, Bruce. She'll have a variant cover with Peter, and maybe a, an extra special variant cover in there. I'm not allowed to disclose. Um, <laughs> And you know we'll we'll have lots of we'll have, we'll have lots of nice um, things you can pledge for 
for for issue two and we really do appreciate all all the help and support of the fans it's, it's really important to us when claudia came to me and asked me you know could, could we create something for possibly for television um i i thought we would you know rather than just create something for television that we would go to we would go to various media you know we would look at comic books we would look at the the games and just just really branch out and try and give try and give um, fans as much as we possibly can in different media well, and yeah, it, it's obvious that you really do love what you're doing here. And uh, uh, as we've discussed, Chris, I know you do not sleep at all. So I don't even know what well, time other, it is you're calling in from here because you're across yeah. the pond. You know, my other incarnation, uh, I'm, I'm well known for the Dracula stuff and Stokerfer stuff. And that's always been the joke. That I don't sleep. I work at night. I am actually allergic to garlic. Um, <laughs> but I have been sick out and stuff. So, yeah, so there you go. But... Uh, Listen, Scott and gang, thanks very much for having me on. Uh, I really appreciate it, and we'll we'll get something arranged so that you can you can hear more, uh, perhaps from uh, Claudia. Well, we appreciate it, Chris. It's been wonderful working with you, buddy. I'm continuing to look forward to what you got next because every time you message me, you're like, "Hey, you can't say anything, but look at this." I'm like, "Oh, really? Cool." <laughs> Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I suppose we can mention the Musketeers thing slightly. So, for, for there was a there was a. I was asked to write for Three Musketeers versus Cthulhu, which was a bit of a fun anthology. Uh, and Claudia loves sort of historical fiction, and she loves like the Cthulhu mythos. So we wrote we wrote a short story, and it became very popular. Uh, we have a comic book in that coming out where Claudia plays the the part of Lady de Winter, um, and we have an RPG coming out next next month, Three Musketeers versus Cthulhu uh, RPG coming out, and. Uh, yeah, so that's that's an interesting little side, little side project Claudia and I are doing as well. Awesome. Again, well, I'll do my little squeal for that as well. <laughs> squeal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, thanks for hopping on. We really appreciate it. And again, if you ever need anything from us, buddy, we're happy to help out because this is just it's been wonderful watching you grow this thing, and uh, we're looking forward thanks to see what's next. Right, guys. Catch you later. All right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Man, that's awesome. The news today about the uh, about Glenn Fabry joining uh, that project is so yes. cool because I'm a huge fan of the Preacher comics. Yes. Now well, he did some work on Batman, too, so that's yep. really cool. Judge Dredd. Yeah. I have a lot of his Batman issues, so that's super exciting. Dude gets around. So I will put a link to the Kickstarter as soon as it goes live here on the YouTube as well as on the audio podcast as well too and we'll put it up on our Twitter Facebook and all that I do want to point out that was not a paid sponsorship Chris uh, we, we are not a, Chris is not a sponsor of us and so forth we just love working with the guy so when he said he wanted to come on board and say something we were all about having him come on so we really appreciate what they're doing and uh, it's just been fun to work with those guys as well too so we are a little bit delayed but we're just going to keep rolling on now I had started this before when the audio wasn't working and I'll start it again so so as you can see here, we've got the full house, or uh, I guess it's the um, the Brady Bunch of nine people on the screen. Uh, but we've had a lot of folks asking where the 10th person is. So he does uh, have a video that John has sent along to for everybody. And I'm going to go ahead and pull that sucker up now and have John speak for himself.
Hey, Gray 17 friends and family. It's your boy, the original Chuckle Nugget, coming at you with a little message here. Since uh, quite a few of you have been asking uh, in the comments over the videos or on the Facebook group, or some of you even reached out to me personally, uh, trying to see what's going on, where I've been, what's happening. So uh, I wanted to come on and tell you directly from me what's been going on and, and what's going on in, in the future. So um, first, let me just say, uh, and I know it's been said a billion times, but you just can't really overstress it. Um, how incredible this has been so far. Um, you know, when we first got together and started doing this, I thought maybe 20 of our friends and family might listen to us talk about a 30 year old sci-fi show. And the fact that it's grown into all of you and what it's become is, is literally mind blowing. And it's especially uh, fantastic for me because, you know, you've all been so welcoming to this, this amazing little corner of, of sci-fi fandom. Um, you know, it's not a, a shocker that I was not a fan of the show, I'd say in the beginning. I think if you listen to our first couple of episodes, I think it's pretty clear. Um, but because you all gave me a shot and let me keep going and and lots of just wait, just wait, uh, I got to experience, you know, what that meant and how awesome it's become. Uh, and because of that, I'm a certified Babylon 5 fan. Uh, it's also no secret who my favorite character is. Picked up this little gem recently. It's amazing. Um, so it's been fantastic and it's, it's been an incredible show and an incredible run. Um, however, um, you know, this, this group of co-hosts is 10 of us that we've been friends for so long, you know, it's like a family and like any family, sometimes it has its ups and downs and its peaks and valleys. Uh, sometimes people don't get along or sometimes, you know, people rub people the wrong way or, or get on each other's nerves and, and it happens and it's fine. Um, but sometimes that means, you know, it's best to just kind of take a step back, have a breather and, and relax and then, you know, move forward. Um, and, and that's what's happening here. So I am going to take a step back from the show. Uh, obviously, I haven't been on the last few episodes. Um, I don't know if it's permanent. I don't know if it'll be for good. So I don't know if this is goodbye. Hopefully it's more of a see you later. Um, I will say straight from the front, there's no acrimony between any of us, uh, on the cast. There's no hatred. There's no, it's nothing scandalous or crazy like that. Um, I wish nothing but the best for all of them, both with this show and without the show, we're still going to be friends Well, I'm still, uh, their biggest fans. Um, I have been listening and following along. I've been watching every episode every week along with the rest of the newbies, because I don't want to go too far ahead again, just in case things change. Um, but, but I am fine. Uh, those of you that asked if anything was going on now, I'm good. Uh, it's just, we're going to take a break for a bit. Um, there's still a couple of getting to know you episodes that, that should be coming out here soon, uh, which is great. Uh, that was a, a blast to do. Um, and like I said, maybe in the future, maybe things will change and maybe, maybe your boy will come back and, and we can discuss Londo and the crazy arc that is happening with this show. Um, but uh, I wanted you to hear from me. So uh, if you have any questions or, or, or anything like that, feel free to reach out to me um, either through the Facebook group or, or whatever. Um, but just know that I love all you guys. Um, I love this show, both Babylon five and Gray 17. I hope nothing but the best. Please keep watching. Please keep subscribing. Tell all your friends. This is the, the best B five content you get out there, especially now with an animated movie. This is insane. Uh, unfortunately I won't be able to watch it. Thanks. Um, but uh you know, thank you for all the support you've given so far. Uh, I'll speak for me myself personally now. Um, you know, it's been it's been quite a journey so far. Again, I'll say uh, those of you that have stuck with me, right? That weren't quick to be like, 
screw this jackass who just hates on this show, this thing I love, uh, give them time. Uh, and you were right. It's been amazing. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, thank you for allowing me to, to share this little space with you. And, and like I said, hopefully it's not goodbye, uh, but just see you later. So uh, from again, the original chuckle nugget, hashtag team Londo forever. Thanks. Thank you, John, for that message. And yeah, I, I, we've told John several times too that he is welcome to come back whenever he is ready to defend Londo. So uh, I'm seeing a lot of hearts in the chat. So that's great. Thank you so much for that. And we're going to roll on here. Our next thing we have is our season two recap in terms of what the newbies have to say of their now final impressions of season two now we've gone through the entire season and i know um if you watch some other babylon 5 podcast shows uh, some folks weren't as big on season two as i thought they would be so let's see what the newbies over here have to say let's go to emily first your final impressions on season two um this season made me very angry I was angry at Londo for pretty much everything he did. Um, angry at Kosh for the entire Jack the Ripper torturing of Dolin. And a little bit angry that we are now two seasons in and I still have more questions than I have answers. But, oh, you, you've only got three more seasons to go, so get angry. <laughs> But all that being said, I did really enjoy the season, even if it did make me angry on a fairly weekly basis. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to Justin next. I mean, I guess I said it during several episodes, but my tagline for this season is shit escalates. And I honestly, it's, you know, Kosh became forever endeared to my heart. Um, and I got to be... Uh, completely dumbass ridiculed, but then at the same time proven right about the nature of the Vorlons, or at least the nature of Kosh. Um, and then also I really just, you know, very much enjoyed the kind of the, some of the dark political intrigue that started to creep up uh, within this season. So, you know, definitely I rate it. I rated a good solid A minus looking forward to season, uh, season three and, seeing where that takes us jesse um so season two made me a fan um you guys all know how much i uh kicked and screamed through the the first season so um season two really did exactly what everybody said it was gonna and i enjoyed it and actually there was only like maybe one or two episodes that i didn't like um the rest of them just really kind of Kind of um, further the thing for me. And I'm going to skip over Andrew real quick because, Nicole, you had somebody in the chat just say that they love that the creepy spider murder ships proved to be an accurate description. So, Nicole, <laughs> go ahead and give your final impressions. Yes, I did something right. Um, I really liked season two. I, I do think, yes, like Justin said, shit escalates in this in this season. What I liked about it was, um, you know, season one, like we've discussed, is kind of like got off to a bumpy start. But season two from the get-go, you've already seen so many improvements along the way, which is the quality, the graphics, the music, things like that. Um, and then the story 
and the storyline has just gotten so much more intense. Um, there was a lot of questions that were answered for us. Obviously, they just created more questions down the road, but I like that like JMS gives us a little bit and then gives us a little more to think about and then gives us a little bit and answers a little bit and then gives us more. Um, there was a lot of great episodes, I think, in this season. And I think, if anything, it just made me even more hyped for the rest of the series. So uh, I really liked it. And yeah, there was some things that pissed me off as well. I'm with Emily on that. But, you know, there's always going to be something that pisses you off, right? But yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. And I just, from what we've already kind of talked about and seen um so far i just have a feeling like you guys have said it's just going to keep getting better and better and speaking of people who are just going to piss you off sometimes nicole let's go to andrew or uh, should i call you beanpole <laughs> people aren't in our group chats so they don't know what that means not yet <laughs> people in our group chat doesn't know what that means either andrew so we're good <laughs> okay fair enough i haven't given backstory anyway um yeah, so uh, definitely liked it a lot more than the first season. Uh, it was like a lot more consistent with its quality. There were definitely some not-so-good episodes, but uh, comparatively, it was definitely a lot better. Uh, probably one thing I did not expect was kind of the role reversal between, uh, what are their names, Londo and Jakar, uh, where, like, Londo, in the beginning, Londo was kind of... Like he was good guy and Jakar was the bad guy, but now it's like yeah, like like you can't stand Londo anymore. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. And then we'll go over to our first ones who have watched every episode of the show, and we'll start with Kevin. Kevin, last impressions of season two until you rewatch it for the five millionth time. <laughs> well, season two is a solid season. Um, I've made no secret of the fact that season three is my favorite so i'm really looking forward to what's coming up very soon but <clears throat> season two really uh digs in and uh has the the upgrade of bruce bruce boxleitner and uh so there's there's quite a bit of uh stuff that the newbies can see now which is good as far as uh you know um, screen captures and whatnot so it it is definitely a, a more solid season overall and there's less clunker episodes so this has been a really fun ride and i i'm really looking forward to talking about season three as well coming coming soon mike yeah i'm kind of with kevin on this one um season one has some pretty great bottle episodes and and it's great for introducing the concept of the show but it really in season two the whole thing just just picks up its pace you know it puts the pedal down and you get a lot of building on storylines some of the stuff that interests me less kind of goes by the wayside a little bit and uh you know lots of world building which is what i really get into so i i love it i'm super excited for season three season three is my favorite so um pretty pretty pumped to, to move on to, the, to what's next blake so much like kevin and mike season three is by far my favorite but i love this season because you start to get those scenes with Londo and with Jakar and you see the acting ability and what these two can do, especially when you put them in a scene together. I think some of the best scenes in season two, and I'll say the series in general, are when you put those two together in a scene. And this really starts that and starts developing that relationship. 
uh, between those two characters in a dynamic that I don't think we really got in season one. I think season one, you know, they were the two that hated each other, but here you really start to see that interaction and the dynamic of the two together. Uh, so I like this season a lot. So for my impression, the first thing I have to say, and everyone on the show will agree with this, I'm an idiot. So I'm going to start with that. And I, uh, something happened a few days ago that confirms that, but also is something, I think it's the coolest thing that's happened so far. So for my impression, I'm just going to show this for a second. So this is a tweet from J. Michael Straczynski himself, JMS, saying, and by the way, Scott, you keep saying on your podcast that I'm in my mid-70s, and I'm not. Grr. So first off, may I say that JMS was born on July 17th, 1954. He is 68 and spry, and I'm so sorry, JMS, that I didn't look up your birthday when I started talking on this podcast. <laughs> so I am an idiot, and I will take that and run with it, as I always do. But I think the most important thing is JMS listens to this show. Heck Holy right. shit! Hell yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, at least he did. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then Scott, the whole world knows what we've known for a couple of decades. Yes. You know, it's, it's the way yeah. it goes. But I mean, <laughs> and, and we have invited JMS on anytime he wants to point out anything and everything Scott is wrong about. It will be yes. an hour and a half to five hour show. Uh, don't let him watch divided loyalties. Cause I'll be in trouble too. Uh, yeah, I was defending JMS on that one, Kevin. So you can be the asshole on that one. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, but, that's my impression of season one and season two so far is just this has been such a wild freaking ride and when we all started this thing uh we knew that there was talks of a reboot and i mentioned that like hey maybe there'll be a reboot sometime down the road we never thought that we would have an animated film in the can coming out this summer that we're at least some of us are going to be able to watch we'll see if the newbies can watch it or not uh and uh i never thought that we would be to a point. Yeah, I know, Andrew. I never thought we would get to a point that the creator of the show would know that I'm an idiot by listening to the show. <laughs> and I want to, uh, if JMS is still listening, why? I don't know. But if he is, sir, I want to thank you for He-Man, the Masters of the Universe, She-Ra, Princess of Power, Captain Power, Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, and everything else you've done since then. This dude literally has made my childhood from the early 80s. I mean, I'm a little bit of a Ghostbuster freak. So uh, just from real Ghostbusters on, dude, uh, JMS has been amazing. And the fact that he potentially is listening to this and uh, you know yelling at us all makes me very happy. So guys, oh, go ahead. I'm going to do another point. You know, everything that JMS contributed with those, but the other one I'm going to mention is he did work on Sense8 on Netflix with yes. Bukowski. Yes. And yeah. that show for visibility for the LGBTQ SIA plus community across the entire spectrum. His work on that and for visibility was tremendous. Yep. I was just doing the Amen. 80s stuff, just throwing it out there. <laughs> I, I, just, I just wanted I to throw that one out Because now JMS is going to be mad at me because I ignored his portfolio from 1989 on. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> that's not what I was doing. But yeah, I completely agree with that. Sense Eight is a great show. Uh, he had so much stuff going on. I I still say there is, uh, and I've posted on our Twitter before. There is one um, uh, spread uh, from a Superman comic book that is like the quintessential for me, Superman. It's where he's talking to somebody who's about to jump off a building, and it's it's JMS in a nutshell, and it's Superman in a nutshell. He just he's he's an amazing writer. So. One of the things we're going to do here is we're going to dive in to our episode tournament because it's one thing just to say, hey, guys, tell me what your favorite episodes were of season two. It's more important that I think we fight over it and we hate each other over what our favorite episodes are. So we're going to go ahead and dive into the tournament. Now, if you're a Twitter follower of us, and if you're not, you should click on the link below. We have already done the fan vote, and we have the entire tournament completed. Now, most of the newbies, if they're not on Twitter, haven't seen that vote, so they don't know what the fans voted on. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through here, and we're going to have our folks go ahead and do the their bracket and then we'll see how close they came to the real bracket now with this uh where how this is going to work is a couple different ways first and foremost what our guys are going to do is they're going to go through each round and they are going to pick their one that they feel should move forward in that round then what will happen is we will tally the votes and that will be the one that moves forward. However, every one of our folks, and they really screwed this up last time because they mm-hmm. got rid of their vetoes like in the first like round. Every one of our guys are going to have one veto. What that means is they're going to get two votes in that round as opposed to one. So if it's a tie or if it's teetering, they can go ahead and do a vote uh, uh, a veto vote to add another one in there. They only can do it once in the entire tournament. And if we're still at a tie, we will go to the chat and have the folks watching at home break the tie for us. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up the bracket. And on this bracket, just so you know, how I got this from the ranking of number one down to number 22 is I used the P5 score from Lurker's Guide. So these are as voted on by fans back in the 90s, as long as they were taking the P5 score. And so that is why, as you can see here, and I'll share it with the folks on the Zoom in a second. The Coming of Shadows was ranked number one in P5 score. And then if we move our way down, we will see that in rank number 22 was Knives. I don't necessarily wow. agree with that, but it is what it is. So let me go ahead and let our host see this screen because that would be helpful, wouldn't it? There we go. You guys can see that now. So here is our bracket. And what we have is we have first, oh, and my goodness, Sean, you are freaking amazing. Sean just donated $10 to the show. Thank you so much, Sean. Oh, thanks, Sean. Uh, Sean says, and I'll pull it up when we get to the Zoom again, because I can't pull it up here right now. But Sean says, former Babylon 5, uh, I'm assuming it's a customizable card game, Utah rep here. Hat game was the first customizable, that game was the first customizable card game to use actual screenshots on the cards, which created an entirely new era of discussion. Cost changed the way I think about profound things. (laughs) Sean, thank you so much, man. That's really appreciated. Okay, so let's get into this, guys. We have the buy-in round first. These are the ones who are struggling to get in. 
to the first round. And what we have first here is the Geometry of Shadows at number 17 versus There All the Honor Lies. So I'm going to go through our folks and you just tell me what your vote is. So Blake, what would you go with Geometry or There All Honor Lies? I'm going to go with There All Honor Lies. Wow. Against Geometry of Shadows. Got it. Uh, let's go to Kevin. Oh God, that's so tough. But uh, I I gotta go with there all the honor lies okay. narrowly. Mike. Um. And the f- God, fun thing yeah, is gonna be is... figuring out who remembers these episode titles. I you know I'm it's... looking up my my notes now. To <laughs> I'm, my memory. I think I'm actually gonna go with there all the honor lies also. Okay. And uh, we'll go over to the newbies now. Jesse. I'm going to go with Honor Lies. Nicole. They're all the Honor Lies. Justin. I'm just going to fight the system and say Geometry of Shadows. <laughs> you fight the power, man. It has Michael and Sarah in it. So good. Andrew. Uh I'm not finding the notes on this. <laughs> what, what, okay, what, what were the geometry were of again? shadows? That's is the techno mage. Yep, techno mage. Oh, okay, yeah. Also, there the, the honor lies is Sh- Sheridan um, is accused of killing a Minbari because he was dumb and thought the gun was just sitting there for no apparent reason. Yeah, I'm gonna go with they're all honor lies. Okay. So that is seven. Who am I missing? Who haven't I called on? Me. Emily. Emily, what do you got? Um, I'm going to have to go with there all the honor lies as well. Justin, I'm actually with you, buddy, and it doesn't matter, but I vote Geometry of Shadows. I always love the Techno Mages, but we lose. That was a fun episode. So there all honor lies is going to move into the first round going against the big dog, the coming of shadows, but we'll get there in a moment. Next round. A distant star, for those forgetting, this is the one with the Explorer-class ship, and a spider in the web is Bureau 13. So let's go with, and I don't have my, I don't have the guys in front of me, so I'm just hoping I call everybody. Let's go with uh, Emily. Um, let's go with a spider in the web. Justin. A spider in the web, for sure. You know I like my tinfoil. You're big on Bureau 13, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, Nicole. A spider in the web, no doubt. Jesse. A uh, spider in the web, and I just want to send a shout out to Mega who gave us more money. Yes. Mega votes $10 for the Techno Mages. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Mega. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Nicole. I already voted. Oh, you already voted. See, I don't have you guys in front of me. This is hard. I need a third screen. Uh, so all your donations will go to buy Scott a monitor. No, that's not true. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> Mike. You know, there is something simple where you just write down our names. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't do that. Now I don't have a pen in front wow. of me. Hold on. I have a colored pencil. My kids left a colored pencil. We got this. We got what this. I'm wondering is he's known us for 20 goddamn years and can't keep us straight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike, would you vote? I said a distant star. Thank you. Andrew, vote. <laughs> distant wow. star. Distant star for Andrew. Got it. Blake. Distant star. Ooh, it's getting crazy over here. I know, I know. And we it's got spicy. 
who hasn't voted because I didn't write Kevin. your names down yet. Kevin, what do you got? I got to go with Spider in the Web. Oh, uh, you weren't going to make it fun, were you? Sorry. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to either because I'm going to say a Spider in the Web as well. Distant Star is one of the slowest <sighs> burn episodes. So ever. wrong. I like I like a Distant Star more than others, but not more than Spider in the Web. Still- care about telepath stuff I just... yeah you're, you've, you've said that a couple times especially in uh, I know. Uh, when all you uh, when all the newbies listen to Beyond the Rim uh, uh, two years from now Mike is not a telepath guy okay so Spiderweb moves on to face divided loyalties which is ironic <laughs> so we'll get to that one in a bit we're now moving into number 13 Acts of Sacrifice and 20 Gropos so let's go with uh, Emily Acts of Sacrifice. Okay. Andrew. Acts of Sacrifice. Nicole. Acts of Sacrifice. Kevin. Acts of Sacrifice. I'm seeing a pattern. Mike. Acts of Sacrifice. Blake. Uh, Acts of Sacrifice by unanimous consent. No, you can't do that, sir. No parliamentary oh. procedure here. Damn. Sorry. Dang it. Uh, that leaves <laughs> Justin. Gropos, because Dodger can't dodge. <laughs> oh, wah, wah, wah. Damn. Justin. At the airlock with you. Um, literally anything other than Gropos. And shout out to <laughs> Melissa for uh, giving us the money. She gave us six ninety six. Yes, love it. Melissa is also one of our original Gray Council members, a yes, producer. Thank you, well, Melissa, so much. Is. Okay, Thanks, so um, you know what? I'm going to vote for Gropos because I actually think it's a really fun episode that people don't like yeah. too much, unfortunately. But I'm also going to vote for it because I was watching it while on the treadmill at my gym, and that awkward sex, not sex scene between Dodger and uh, Garibaldi when people are walking by you while you're on the treadmill is just weird. And so I got to vote for it. <laughs> so it's a name. Oh, that's it gets me the name, the groping. That's what I think of as groping. Gropos. <laughs> Mega says Gropo shows the true cost of in the face of war so underrated and there uh, really was some merit to that episode Gigasaurus says Gropos is an episode that I remembered being better than it was and uh, (laughs) then uh, Jedrin says Gropos Garibaldi's scene was less cringe than Ivanova's scene I don't know about that one we'll get there okay so let's keep on moving the long dark Versus points of departure. Can we get a brief synopsis of those two? (laughs) Points of departure is the first episode of the season introducing Sheridan. And oranges. Don't forget the oranges. Yeah. (laughs) But the long dark, which one was that about? Long dark is the sleeper ship and the Franklin stuff with his patient. The creeper one. Okay, judging by the cringe, I know where this is going to go. But, Jesse, your vote. Oh, points of departure. Please. <laughs> Justin. Points of departure for sure. Mike. Oh. I guess I could do that. Uh, I'm trying to remember here. The Long Dark also had. Uh... Oh, what was the guest star's name? Uh, Dwight Schultz, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah there Dwight we go. Uh, I'm, I'm giving it to the Long Dark. Blake. I'm going to go with Long Dark. Every time you guys say this, I hear Lawn Dart. I'm going to go with the Lawn Dart. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. I am definitely going with Points of Departure. 
I just realized there's a plus and minus button because I'm stupid, so I'm now don't have to do that. Nicole. I gotta go with points of departure. It was like kicking off the season. Andrew. Long dark. Of course did. Emily. Long dark. <laughs> the long dark. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm the tiebreaker. Oh, this one's rough, guys, because I actually like both these episodes, but Who's what Mike? Just no, go ahead. Uh let's see. <laughs> Mega says long dark because I grew up watching the Cosby show. Jesus. Oh, oh wow. Oh shit. Oh wow. <laughs> I love your sense of humor, but oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and vote for points of departure because it introduces Sheridan and it just really kicks off the season. What I love also about points of departure is it's a place where you can start the show and you, if you haven't watched season one, Lanier's gonna tell you all about it, so you're fine. So I'm gonna go points of departure and that's gonna move forward. So it's going to go against yes. the fall of night. Does, does anybody want yeah. a veto to beat Scott? Oh, no. you could. Yeah, you guys could waste your veto in the first round again like you did last time. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. Hunter Prey versus Knives. Kevin, you're going to oh. vote for Knives, right? Oh, hold on. Which one's Hunter Prey? I will stab every single one of you. Why are you the doctor about this? <laughs> Hunter Prey oh. is where Garibaldi goes undercover. Okay. Um, I'm going with Knives. Oh, I, you you said it was like your favorite episode, so I knew you were going to pick Knives. <laughs> Emily. Hunter Prey, because we don't stab our friends in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Wow. I feel like pissing everyone off. Knives. Thank <laughs> you, Andrew. Because Andrew does stab his friends in the dick. Nicole. That's what true friends do. If you're not stabbing your friends in the dicks, I, what are you even doing? <laughs> Damn. I got to go with uh, Hunter Prey. Okay. Mike. Knives all day. That's a terrible taste. Blake. Hunter Prey. <laughs> Justin. Love you, Jesse, but knives. Yes! Jesse. Hunter Prey, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> okay, so I'm the tiebreaker again. I... Jesse, tell me why I shouldn't vote for Knives. Because Knives sucked ass. It was the worst fucking episode I've seen since literally, uh, what was the, what was the, the one? The fighting one? The shit out. Yeah, TKO. I that was would a great episode. TKO over fucking Knives. <laughs> I'm gonna Yeah, actually, some... Mike did really love that episode. I did. So that makes sense. Here, here's yeah. the thing. Yum Yum says it best. Knives had Londo. Hunter Prey did not. So, uh, Knives. Mm -hmm. Damn, mm -hmm. you guys suck. Yeah. Unless anyone wants to use their veto, that's it. Kumite. No, I Kumite. did that last time Kumite. and I got screwed. Okay. I'm not doing okay. that this time. So, not last. that Jesse wants to die on. Last one in the play in round, we have Confessions and Lamentations versus Soulmates. Soulmates were Londo's uh, uh, lovers Lives. come. Yep. And then confessions and lamentations. Anyone want to give a synopsis on that sucker? Yeah, that's Mark Cab go bye bye. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Yes, yes. The Mark Cab go. Mark Cab go bye bye. Go bye, -bye. Good, <laughs> Let's go with uh, Kevin. Soulmates. And Andrew. Confessions. Emily. You're wrong. Soulmates. You're Nicole. wrong. Confessions and lamentations. I'm right. <laughs> Mike. 
<sighs> Confessions and Lamentations. Oh my god, why do Life. you guys face like is wrong. downer episodes? Why are we friends? <laughs> Blake. Fuck if I know why we're friends, but Confessions and Lamentations. Oh, yeah, Jesus buddy. Just Yeah. Because who doesn't love a good genocide? Confessions and Lamentations. <laughs> Jesse. Well, when you word it that way. <laughs> I'm going with soulmates. Okay. It, my vote doesn't matter here, but Confessions and Lamentations is one of those episodes where B5 says, I ain't Star Trek, and I love it for it because it doesn't give you a happy ending at the end. And I do love Star Trek, but Confessions is a great show. I mean, you have massive socio-political commentary or you have Delenn has a bad hair day. Soulmates <laughs> has, is a way more fun episode. It is a fun episode, but it's more like, you know, it's just a normal run of the mill where Confessions and Lamentations kicks you in the balls. Yeah. That's some dark shit. So that's why I like that shit, episode. Yeah. Giga says, I assume the Markhabs were just created for that episode. Nope, Markhabs were around season one. You saw the Markhabs mm. all over the place. That's the thing with this show is when you do a rewatch, mm, yeah, there's stuff that hits you harder. Okay, let's go into the first main round, and we have the big dog, number one seed, Coming of Shadows, versus 16, They're All Honor Lies. Let's go with Jesse. Uh, coming of Shadows. And we just got another $5 donation from Jacob, who Ooh. says, Soulmates for Timob, which is vomit backwards. Thank you, Jacob. Okay. I like, I, I like Jacob a lot. That's well, yeah. Justin, what episode do you like the most? Shadows. This is going to be a hard one, isn't it, guys? Blake. Yeah. I mean, coming of shadows. Mike. How can this show not like the episode with coming in the title? I mean, it just goes with. Mike, that's why we're friends. Me, uh, coming of shadows for sure. Kevin, coming of shadows. Nicole, I feel like it's a no-brainer. Coming of shadows. Andrew, coming. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. You do. Yeah, you do. Shadows. Emily, shadows. <laughs> And I, I, I will do the light. I will do the first unanimous vote of the night with the coming of shadows with not everybody right. likes announcement porn. I'm really Woo! glad you guys missed my snort laugh because oh, no. we heard it. We just ignored it. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> not the first time. Mike in the chat just said Mark have spell backward is Mark's McCram. <laughs> thank you, Mike. This is Aww. this is a hard hitting journalism you expect from the great 17 folks. Yeah. <laughs> and Steven just has mind blown. Wait, Tim Ob is vomit backwards? Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, I agree. I agree. I okay, moving right along. We've got oh. number nine, A Race Through Dark Places versus number eight, Revelations. And let's go with uh, Nicole. Oh, I think I'm going to go with Revelations. And Kevin. Skip me. What? <laughs> Mike? I'm going to say a race through dark places. Yeah. Okay. And Blake? Race. Did I fuck up? No. Did you? Okay. Yes. Not yet. <laughs> that's, that's, something she, that's something Nicole asks a lot. Justin? What the fuck were these episodes about? <laughs> yeah. Race through dark places was... Uh... When uh when uh, uh what's his name? The Underground Faster. Railroad. Underground Railroad. Yeah. Underground Railroad. Okay. Okay. And Faster. 
Revelations is Jakar tells the new terrible enemy and Sheridan's sister. Yep. Which you guys didn't race like that episode, but it's a good episode. Was, yeah, race, I mean, we're, yeah, race through dark places. You, you know how much I don't really care about the telepath stuff, but like Bester. Yeah, I mean, it had Bester. Yeah. Even Bester. I voted for this episode because Bester. The, right. the folks in the chat are still talking about vomit. It's not going to end. There Jesse. are kind of people. There are good people in our chat. Uh, dark places. Uh, Kevin, can you vote now? Race, race. Thank you. Jesus. Uh, Andrew. Race. Damn, I'm outnumbered. Emily. Uh, race through dark places. And Nicole, you done fucked up because I'm that's going okay. for race through dark places too. Revelations, I actually like it more than you guys did, but that's actually another one that you guys recorded without me because I was uh, uh, away in DC. So here we go. I think I got it confused with something else. That's why I voted for it. I just oh. looked back at my notes and I was like, shit. But that's okay. I lost anyways. Here is the control mashup. We've got <laughs> a spider in the web at 12, where we hear about Bureau 13 and the sleeper agent for the first time. And then five divided loyalties were spoilers. The sleeper agent is Talia. Which one are you guys going to vote for? Emily. Um, I still like spider in the web better. <laughs> yum yum. Just said, all of you just keep screaming race. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it, it's America after all. God damn it. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, Andrew. Oh, oh that's that's funny. Oh no, not funny. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be one of our lives without it. <laughs> Mike, your vote. Or I'm sorry, Andrew. Oh. I, was, I meant Andrew. Sorry. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Andrew. Divided loyalties. Okay. And now, Mike. Divided loyalty. Kevin. Divided loyalties. Justin. Spider in the web. I thought you might. Jesse. Divided loyalties. Blake. Divided loyalties. Nicole. Divided loyalties. And I'm going to go with Divided Loyalties as well. Just a great acted episode. And of course, it's a game changer for a lot of things. Not for Talia because she wasn't really in it much, but for other things, it's a game changer. Like your fantasies. And <laughs> leave us back. <laughs> so Divided Loyalties will move on and we're going to find out against who. And that's going to be between number 13, Acts of Sacrifice, Ow. and number four, In the Shadow. Of so that's a real question. Do we really need to vote on this? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, we all, all those know in favor of in the shadows. <laughs> now I'll, I will actually accept an acclamation. Does anyone? Is anyone against an acclamation vote here? No. 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 Nine votes no. for in the shadows of Sahadum. Uh, I vote for X of sacrifice. Oh, but you okay. dick! I'm gonna do that. I'm adding your one vote just because you're a dick. There you go. <laughs> does, does shadows of Sahadum have Ivanova's not sex scene? That's what I thought. <laughs> wow. So you voted uh, for the episode you so, could jerk off to. Yes. <laughs> Shannon Shannon uh, in the chat is asking for synopsis. Is Acts of Sacrifice is Ivanova has to work with the uh, the ambassador who wants to have sex with her. And in the shadows of Zaha Doom, in the shadows of Zaha Doom, somebody else give me a better synopsis than I can give. Cause... <laughs> uh, Hang on. Oh, for God's no. sakes. You all voted for it. 
Well, no, that's the one where Sheridan's wife disappeared on the planet. We get a little back history he, on Morden. He, he, he discovers episode. that Morden was on his wife's yeah. ship. Yep. Yeah. And he goes all like Ahab going after Morden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do have IMDb up because I don't remember these either. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I do. I've got Lurker up. Okay, well, here's <laughs> here's the number three, the season finale, which we just talked about, The Fall of Night versus the season opener, Points of Departure. Ooh. Emily. Night. Andrew. All the night. And synopsis, this is the one where Kosh saves Sheridan. This is the one where Sheridan shows up. Nicole. Fall of night. Not to get all mocking with people. I know. It's Shannon. I can mock <laughs> Shannon. She mocks me back. Kevin, you I work with Shannon. Shannon. I can do I that. I don't remember night. what I had for breakfast today. So. Fall of night. Mike. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Fall of night. Blake. Fall of night. I'm busy defending the people. Justin. <laughs> what about the people? Fall of night because fucking angels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Justin will never let us live that one down. Jesse. Fall of night. And I will finish up the acclamation vote at Fall of night. So Fall of Night moves on, and now we're between Knives and Comes the Inquisitor. <laughs> Knives, another Come episode, yes, I know. So Knives, as we discussed, <laughs> is Londo's Duel. Comes the Inquisitor is our good friend Sebastian, better known as Jack, comes to figure out if Dylan and Sheridan are worthy of the coming battle. So, Emily. Knives. Oh my God! I know. I, 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 I yeah. An, <laughs> Emily has just lost to me at this point. Andrew, knives. <gasps> you oh, guys are sick. Off. Jesse, make them make them right. The Jesse, win, make okay. it right. Get fucked. Comes the Inquisitor. <laughs> Justin, coming on the Inquisitor. <laughs> Why you got? Oh Blake. my God! Inquisitor. Mike, knives. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Inquisitor Nicole you gonna tie this up comes the Inquisitor okay oh, okay and I'm smart I'm so disappointed that I missed the full talk on this episode because it is my favorite episode God. of the season comes the Inquisitor because I love it I love bottle episodes and just episodes where you stick people together and they just bounce off each other I love Sebastian um this is why I love the episode where Sheridan eats a sandwich, and that's a spoiler, so I'm going to leave it there. Ha, ha, ha. And we're going to vote for Comes the Inquisitor. <sighs> Moving right along. We could veto it, but... <sighs> you, but you I would only get one extra vote, too. so it wouldn't matter. No, yeah. And I guess it's not technically a veto, but yeah. Catherine Johnston says Jack all day. I don't... Catherine, do you really? <laughs> really? Uh, with this group, you really want to make a comment like that. Phrasing. Phrasing. Okay. <laughs> And now for a word, the ISN episode versus All Alone in the Night. Uh, Sheridan is kidnapped. Gray Council decides yes. Dylan's fate. General Haig. Sheridan meets uh, uh, a Narn who has no name yet. Mm. Rode through the desert on a Narn with no name. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, vote. <laughs> oh, me? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jesus. All of, uh, and now forward. Blake. Alone. Justin. And now for a word. Jesse. All alone in the night. Kevin. 
All alone in the night. Nicole. And now for a word. Oh, it's getting close. Andrew. All alone. Emily. All alone. You guys never make this fun. You should work for more ties. Be like the <laughs> be like the NBA and cheat. Uh, Thank I'm you, also, Yuri. Yeah, Thank Yuri you, just Yuri. gave four ninety nine. Inquisitor is the second best bottle episode of the show. Yuri, I agree with you, and I know who you think these. I, I think I think what you think the best bottle episode is, and you are correct. And don't say it in the chat. Okay, <laughs> and I'm gonna vote for all alone the night because uh, I actually can't say why I'm gonna vote for this episode because it is a spoiler. But I vote for it for that reason. And those in the chat know what I'm talking about. Okay. And last one in this round. Confessions and Lamentations. Bye-bye, Markab. With the long Twilight Struggle. Kevin, you've been given synopsis. What's the long Twilight Struggle? The Narn Centauri War reaches a turning point. Sheridan is contacted by a powerful ally who offers assistance, which is, of course, uh, Epsilon 3 and... Uh, What's his name? Drawl. Drawl. And he calls for Zathras, who will not answer. Okay. Jesse. A long twilight struggle. Justin. Danesies. Blake. Long twilight struggle. Mike. Long twilight struggle. Kevin. Long twilight struggle. Nicole. Long Twilight Struggle. Andrew. Passions. <laughs> Andrew's always got to be the different one. Emily. Struggle bus. <laughs> Did you say struggle bus? Yeah. Yeah, because we all drive that bitch. <laughs> I'm going to give the Long Twilight Struggle another mass driver vote, and that gives it eight to one. It moves forward. We're now in the next round we have the coming of shadows versus a race through dark places emily oh shadows andrew shadows nicole the coming of shadows kevin shadows mike shadows blake shadows justin I'm going to be the rebel, and I'm going to say a race to dark places. You are a bester, Stan. Jesse. What was that? Shadows. You're getting really quiet. I heard shadows. I'm also going to vote for the coming of shadows. Coming on shadows? What? Next up, we have divided loyalties versus in the chateau of Zahadum. Emily. Uh, In the shadow. Jesse. Uh, Shadow of Zahajin. Only the Shadow knows. Kevin. Shadow. Mike. Yeah, this is actually a really tough one. It is a tough mm-hmm. one. Um, I. Uh, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to say it's divided. Somebody says we need a three way race between these. Well, actually, they said we need a three way between this and Mind War. Uh, <laughs> Andrew. Uh, divided loyalties. Nicole. Yeah, this is a tough one, but I gotta go with the uh, in the shadow of Zahadum. Blake. Divided loyalties. Justin. Divided loyalties. Jesse. 
she already voted. Oh, she already voted. Yeah. Oh, this I can is vote me. again. This is me. Oh man. Oh my God, he's doing it again. <laughs> what was that, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> my, my husband's opening the door. It's a garage door. The garage door. I heard it. I heard it. God damn it! Thank you, David. Oh, David uh, votes are uh, not votes. David gives five dollars for you. Never mentioned the Takashima Easter egg clue on the screen in the gathering during the Divided Loyalties podcast. Sorry, David. We only record for two hours at a time, so some stuff gets missed. Uh, oh, Jacob, so you're rewarding our bad behavior. <laughs> yes, you just gave us five <laughs> bucks for sucking. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, David. <laughs> Jacob says, "Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men?" At Scott. <laughs> Thank you. The shadow knows. Okay, I'm gonna vote for Shadow Zaha Doom, but that was tough. Are we still yeah. allowed to talk about Alec Baldwin's? <laughs> <laughs> I wow. honestly, it's a good movie. Honestly, I nah, enjoyed Thirty Rock no, is it's... pretty much amazing. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, honestly, anyway... I used to listen to the radio broadcasts back in the day when I was younger. So no, we were already in like the second to last round here, and none of you guys. Uh, have I, I want to see the. Stuff. Can I see the rest of the board real quick? Yes, you can. Hold on. <laughs> So, in this round, we have Coming to Shadows has already moved forward to the final four. Divided Loyalties and Shadow of Zaha Doom. Fall of Night and Comes the Inquisitor. All Alone in the Night and The Twilight Struggle. Long Twilight Struggle. You want to put your hand on the scale? Oh, no. That didn't work. Uh-oh. You now we lost all our points. It's fine. Do? You want to put your hand on the scale for Divided Loyalties or not? Yes. Okay. So, that's a 5-5. Five, five. Anyone else want to burn through their veto? Man, I don't know. This, yes, I would too. And, yeah, so, Andrew, which one are you going with? Uh, divided loyalties. Oh, man. Andrew's burned his. Anyone else? And again, if it ends in a tie, we send it to the votes at the chat. See, I'm, I'm happy for either of these to win. Yeah. So I'm not going to. I don't have a strong preference. Okay, is this it? Two. Going once. No, fuck it. I'll do it. Zah, Jesse do. votes for Shadow. <laughs> God damn it, Jesse. Anyone else going once? Jesse's sending it to the House of Representatives. Going twice. Sold six to six. Okay, chat. I now see Jacob says Orson. So I'm gonna start counting after. Actually, Mike said Unicron. So I'm gonna start counting after Unicron. Vote for divided or shadow. Divided or shadow. Vote. Shadow. And there's a seven, ten to ten second delay, so it's gonna be a minute. The shadow knows. Shadow. You know, I voted for Shadow of Zaha. I don't know. I forgot which one I voted for. Yeah. Oh, we have one I vote voted, for Shadow. I voted for Two Shadow, for but shadows. I do think Devoted Loyalties is one of my favorites. Nicole, you're throwing me off. One. Sorry. Loyalties. Blake, you can't vote. Oh, Shadow's, okay. It, it's over. It's already over. Cheater. Oh, Man, look idea. at that. Look at that. There's like two votes for Divided. Yeah. yeah Shadow that's... wins. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to wait for that to finish. I was going to say, I think I voted for Divided. <laughs> I've probably Well, it's a good that thing away, that Blake, but... Andrew, and Jesse burned their one-offs. Well, Jesse actually made hers count, so. Okay. Mm. We're moving on. The Fall of Night and Comes the Inquisitor. Let's go with Andrew. Well. Mega says good night. Don't Mega. forget to smash the like button. Thank you, Mega, so much. Night, Mega. Andrew. Comms. Comms. Nicole. Oof. Um, which one was Fall of Night again? It was the, it was the season the finale. When oh, we the get season to finale. Caution That's right. Encounter suit. Yeah, I got to go with that one. Uh, Kevin. Fall of Night. Mike. Touched by a Vorlon. <laughs> <laughs> Blake. 
Pass me up. Justin. Do you even have to ask that question? <laughs> He's Fallen Knight, trust me. I know, I already, I already counted. Okay. Jesse. Uh, Fallen Knight. Uh, Emily. Fall of Night. Blake. Inquisitor. Yeah, I'm going to vote uh, for uh, Inquisitor. I already said it's my favorite episode, not that it matters. So there you go. Uh, unless three people want to put their hand on the scale, that's going to move forward. So Fall of Night. And it's going to go up against either All Alone in the Night, we love the night here, and the long Twilight Struggle. And let's go with Kevin. Pass. Pass? Pass for now. Ah, man, you guys mess up really? my tally marks. Mike. Uh, the long Twilight Struggle. Blake? Uh, I don't know on this one. This one, I know. Okay, I'm passing you to Justin. Yeah. All alone of the night. Jesse. Uh, long Twilight Struggle. Long Twilight Struggle. Uh, Emily. Uh, struggle. It is real. Andrew. Long Twilight Struggle. Nicole. The Long Twilight Struggle. Kevin. Twilight Struggle. <laughs> well, he sounds so sad. Are you guys I, I, just like joining in whatever the popular opinion is? Is Blake, that what no, no. Like, I really, I'm having trouble with this one. Blake, yeah, I, I'm gonna tip it to struggle just because of that council chamber scene at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, that's the what only reason. I, I, yeah, I get it. I got, I got to vote for it. struggle because of that Jakar uh, speech, yeah. which we put out as a as a short on our YouTube. It's so good, and also uh, as somebody else said, just that haunted look of Londo's face when yeah. he's on the ship. Yep, I give it that vote for that. So moving just, forward, also, those two scenes are why I had absolutely me too. Yeah. Okay, so we are in the final four. The Coming of Shadows versus In the Shadow of Zahadum. Let's go mm. with Emily. Oh, shit. It gets hard, doesn't it? Um, let's that's go with Zahadum. Said. That's not what she said. <laughs> Andrew, that's not what she said. Vote. Humming. Speaking <laughs> of things that she said. Nicole. <laughs> the Coming of Shadows. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> I'm going with the coming of shadows, Mike. Uh, it's got to be the coming of shadows for for Emperor Blake. Papa. Shadow of Zahadum. Justin. Coming on shadows. Jesse. Zahadum. You know what? It's juvenile guys. It doesn't matter, but I'm going to vote for Shadow of Zaha Doom just because it's such a great... Uh, Coming in Shadows is an amazing episode, too. But I'm going to vote for Shadow. Anyone want to put their finger on the scale? We got Emily, Nicole, Kevin, Mike, and Justin. Don't Spokane. you do it. Do it. Do going it. once. Do going it. twice. Mine one, so I don't care. Mine one, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sold. No. So... The the message of the emperor trying to bury the hatchet and then getting yeah. murdered for it it's just yeah, it's so, so good. powerful You're right. yeah. it's, it's so good yeah. so we are now in the championship round the coming of shadows will be versing either the fall of night or the long twilight struggle emily I, I don't know come back to me on this one andrew fall of night nicole I got to go with the fall of night. Kevin. Fall of night. Mike. 
man. I've... I'm the long twilight. The long twilight struggle. I think. Blake. Twilight struggle. Justin. Fall night. Jesse. Twilight struggle. Emily. Come on. Uh, you want to struggle bus. Struggle bus is a tie. And I am going to vote for, I, I already said it, that, that speech by Jakar, man. Long Twilight Struggle. So, anyone right, want to put I'm gonna their hands I'm going to bust my nut. I'm going I'm, I'm to bust my nut on this. Please Me don't too. bust your nut on a live show. <sighs> don't do that. Okay, I'm going to so, use my veto. So Nicole, for which one, though? For Fall of Night. Okay, so Fall of Night is now up by Shit, one. I'm going to use mine for Twilight, then. Uh-oh, here it goes. Yeah. Well, this is it. This is it. This is it. Okay, I voted tight, for six, the Fall six. of Night. I didn't mean to. No, we're, we're oh, too late. No, too late. We're way too, we're too way late. Too deep I know. No, I know that. I okay, know that. so it's still tied. Emily, Kevin, and myself can put their thumbs on the scale. Emily, do you want to? Yes or no? Uh, yeah. yeah go ahead. For which one? Struggle bus. Struggle bus. Yeah, um, Kevin, do you want to put your deeper. hand on the scale for the one you shouldn't have voted for? Do it. <laughs> I fucked up. That's all I got to say. It's fine, because now it's going to work out in your favor anyway. And I already voted for Long Twilight, so that is going to be it. Long Twilight struggle moves forward. The fall of it's night rigged. falls. They're both good, but it's the right choice. But yeah. you know what? This right. is this is the most predictable bracket ever because the number one seed is going against the number two seed, the coming of shadows, and the long twilight struggle for the championship. Emily. Ooh, I'm getting need a minute. Andrew. <laughs> I mean. Uh. Weird. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> Something in shadows. Andrew, you creep me out sometimes. You're wrong. Kevin. I am right. This is I a try. tough one, but I'm going with <laughs> Long Twilight Struggle. Mike. What the hell, guys? Who? Mike. Oh, uh, uh, Twilight. Fuck. Blake. Twilight. Justin. Twilight Struggle. Wow. Damn. Jesse. Twilight Struggle. Wow. Good choice, Jesse. Emily. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna stick on stay on the struggle bus here. <laughs> well, my vote doesn't matter, but um oh man, this is rough. These are two really good episodes. I'm I would vote for the Hugo Award winning The Coming of Shadows, really just because it is where and it comes before the Long Twilight Struggle, where Babylon Five just says, Look at this man, we're on firing on all cylinders now. So I'm gonna vote for Coming of Shadows. Can't believe you guys. We don't have enough. Even if I put my hand on the scale, which I still can and Emily still can, Emily would vote for Twilight. I would vote for Coming. So Twilight wins. And that means your champion of the Gray Seventeen vote for season two is the long Twilight struggle so Ooh. reactions folks where 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 are we on to recount yeah okay we have a recount <laughs> quest i'm gonna show real quick um the actual vote tally that the twitterverse did but i gotta cue that up so you all talk amongst yourselves for a second while i cue that up so again i think for me and these were two strong episodes and again for me especially with long twilight struggle yet it's that last scene in the council chamber Mm -hmm. you know i mentioned it in my first impressions of season two is you get these scenes starting here with andreas katsoulis and peter jerusik where they get into these scenes and they just own it and 
you know, Jakar is giving this impassioned speech and you, Londo doesn't say a word. Also when he's on the destroyers, they're hurling the mass drivers. Not a single word of dialogue, but just watching the physicality of his acting in those scenes. Yeah. He's so good at it and does that role so well. For me, this is just above and beyond. I get the other one won the Hugo, but this one is yeah. just fantastic. Well, and, and Peter, you know, he's so fiery in that scene. And yeah. then he's just so silent at the end. And it's so they, they trade off with their awesome acting. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it never fades into the background because, like you said, Blake, you know they're they're not talking and yet the amount of facial expression acting that they're doing is just phenomenal throughout that that both of those scenes nicole ryan says you're a sore loser <laughs> you hush yourself sir just because you have a cool accent you can't talk smack <laughs> no yes he can, can. Oh, yeah. oh yeah he can he can he can uh-huh. jim I'll in the chat it. says geometry of shadows was unfairly maligned purple techno mage forever <laughs> I do like Geometry Shadows, but it, man, it, it really came up against a tough one early. Yeah. So let's go let's look at the Twitterverse real quick and see what they had to say. There it is. Okay. So in the Twitterverse, the coming of Shadows will bury the lead not at all took the lead and took the win now if you work backwards twilight did make it to the final round but it wasn't even really close on the twitter verse it was 83 votes for Ooh. coming of shadows 49 for the twilight struggle everything else kind of shook out the way we did guys uh everything seems to be along the ways revelations did take a uh, race through dark places but it was pretty close vote i will say the voting season two was much more spread than season one. There was a lot closer fights in season one than there was in season two. There was really nothing that really stood out as, oh man, that was close. I think the closest one was Race Through Dark Places and Revelations with a vote uh, difference of five. But everything else was fairly spread out. Uh, And at the end of the day, Coming of Shadows walked away with it. Kenneth! Thank you, Kenneth. Nine ninety nine for a remembered only as Jack. <laughs> Thank you, Kenneth. Thank you guys are you. awesome. I didn't even know you guys could do that. I didn't know I turned I didn't that either. button on. Yeah. But I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain at Man, all. I got to say, my two cents on this is that, like, overall, I really like the message in Coming of Shadows much more mm-hmm. than the message in Twilight Struggle. But I think as an episode full of acting and emotion and impact i think struggle for me takes it that really says it well mike yeah yeah i i, I completely agree and a lot of people said in the chat too as well that it was the voting and uh <laughs> melissa says zaha doom is my second favorite planet only to risa okay well melissa <laughs> we always knew Ow. you were a, we always knew you had some kinks but wow okay yeah, everybody's got one <laughs> or uh, like Justin several <clears throat> Jacob you are not the only person on the planet who doesn't have Twitter Kevin refuses to use it as well I don't Me have too. Twitter either Jacob Twitter sucks. Neither do I. Twitter, Twitter sucks for Elon <laughs> Twitter is a garbage heap this this uh, live brought to you by Elon Musk no. <laughs> okay so uh, quit right now 
Let's go ahead, guys, and we're winding down on this episode, but a couple things I want to still do. One is I want to uh, get our predictions from our newbies of what they think is going to happen throughout season three. Now, a little bit of cheating. We do record a couple episodes ahead. So the newbies have watched the first two episodes of season three, okay? But I want them to predict what they think the entire season is going to be about, and then all the people in the chat can ridicule them for their predictions, but don't <laughs> spoil anything. So if somebody gets it right, don't say it in the chat. If somebody gets it terribly wrong, don't say it in the chat. These guys have not watched past episode two of season three, and we don't want to spoil them. So let's get our first predictions of the entire season. And let's go to Jesse first, because she looks like she's about ready to kill me. So Jesse. <laughs> Your predictions of what's going to happen in season three? Um, let's see. My prediction is that Kessler will not be back. <laughs> Ryan um, disagrees. He says prediction <laughs> that Keffer will return as a talking skeleton. Um, my prediction is that Jakar beats the absolute dog shit out of Londo. Um, I'm just quietly hoping that that's the case. But other than that, not a whole lot. So we've got one vote for Jakar beating the dog shit out of Londo. Okay. Emily, your predictions for the entire season. Uh, boom today and boom tomorrow. Okay, Vanova. <laughs> Somebody's rewatching season one. <laughs> Andrew, you guys are really talkative. Andrew, predictions of the entire season. Thing at some point to go a little further than what jesse said i think that jakar is going to kill londo oh londo won't make it out of season three you heard it here first blink blink twice chat if that's the case (laughs) no don't blink but hey just respond interesting that's the only response you can here's here's a vote the chat can do and rose says speaking of dumpster fires should i return to facebook just to join the gray 17 group chat vote should Anne yes. Rose yes. join yes. Facebook yes. just to be on the Gray 17 group? No, join yes. our Discord instead. There are some quality memes. By the way, our Facebook page just crossed a thousand people. So that's nice. Ooh, ooh. We got that going ooh. for us. Okay, Justin, predictions for all of season three. Uh, Adam, Adam votes no to, <laughs> to Anne joining Facebook. I don't I don't blame that at all. Right. But honestly, war. Maybe war on two fronts. We're gonna have the war against the shadows and we're gonna have the war against Clark start to happen. Anything else for season three for you? Conspiracy theory boy? Dumb fuckery. Dumb fuckery. <laughs> Nicole. Um, I think that the battle with the creepy murder spider ships is going to come to a head. I think that we're going to see the whole season is going to lead up um, of them training and learning. And at the end, I think the, the I predict the last episode is going to be a big battle and it'll probably leave us on a cliffhanger. Um, I think that that is, is where it's heading. Um, I think we're going to see more bullshit with the night watch fuckers messing stuff up. Um, and I think that um, we are going to see more stuff with um, uh, the uh, Rangers and like more of them throughout the uh, season. We've got in the chat. We're now discussing Kevin's Mima. So <laughs> <laughs> there is a comment about Wando 
Londo's penises returning. Oh, uh-huh. yes. Londo's peens will return. Thank you. Thank you for um, that. I would like to add that one to <laughs> my... Shannon says but just don't. How don't... many of them come back? All six? Just one? That would be a spoiler for Beyond the Rim. Just... Shannon says just don't join Twitter. I disagree, Shannon. We're getting really close to 2,000 followers on Twitter. So join Twitter just to follow us. Okay, so there is our predictions. I was expecting more of these guys, but I guess they're getting a little tired here at night. Hey, first ones, what are you, without spoiling, and this is going to be hard, Kevin, I don't think you can speak. Uh, (laughs) Inside joke. Inside joke. What are you, without spoiling, what, let's do it this way. Who do you think is going to enjoy season three the most of the newbies? Who do you think? Justin. Justin? Anybody else? Justin is going to need some Kleenex this season. <laughs> for crying or for peens? Right. Well, oh, what, uh, not, what that would about? be beyond the rim. I'm just saying he's going to need some Kleenex. <laughs> do I need to so do the Costco and stock up on lotion? Uh, oh, it's about, it's it's about the whole time. Mike, uh, <laughs> wow. My, Mike, who do you think? Uh, I think I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Jacob just says when Scott's involved, you know there's more bullshit. What? Excuse me? Right. Excuse right. me? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Always. <laughs> uh, oh. If the thing that happens... If the thing I'm thinking of happens this season, and I think it does, then I think... Emily is going to like this season the best. You know, I was thinking the same thing. I'm going to vote for Emily. I think Emily's head is going to explode. Um, and it's going to be in a good way, by the way. So what, uh, first ones, what else? We, we got a few minutes here. What do we, what else do we expect that the newbies are going to have happen to them? Or what, can, what are we looking forward to without spoiling anything? I think Jesse's going to swear at us a lot. I can see that. I can see that. I do think Nicole is going to ship everyone that has any kind of peens. That's no, like, like that's kind of like the sun's going to rise, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Stewart has told us, by the way, the formal plural of penis is peens, P-E-N-E-S, not P-E-N-E-S. And not penai, it's peens. I cannot believe we're having this you talk. talk okay, it. sure. It's alien way too much. The, the yeah. more you know, little stop. Yeah. Uh, we're, talk, we're talking about dicks, y'all. Gigasaurus <laughs> says... You know, knowing is half the battle. Gigasaurus G-I-G-O. says there is actual audio proof of gaslighting. This is true. We absolutely gaslight yeah. the shit out of people. And it's not just Justin. Justin was just the most obvious, but we've gaslit <laughs> other ones, too. Yeah, I've been wondering about that with some of our predictions and some of the responses you guys have done. Yeah. I can't wait to listen back and then talk mad shit to you guys. Uh, see, this Jacob is like, Beth says they will drop f bombs more. Well, that's, this is true. This is true. I think that is a given, Jacob. You know, if we haven't done that enough already, we were joking. If you haven't spent enough time with this group, what we could do is we could go back and just do commentaries of every one of our episodes beyond the rim, so you all can hate us more. It'd be great. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Jesse's like, fuck. Let's uh, go. Melissa has gummy centauri peens. Um. Melissa, share with the team. I'm intrigued. I'm, share with the yeah, team. I'm in, yeah, I'm interested. Andrew? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, told, I told the group we would go for 90 yes. minutes. That didn't happen because of, you know, 
audio issues. But let's go ahead for the next, let's say, 10 minutes. Let's go until 11 o'clock Central. Q&A, folks, in the chat. Ask questions. (laughs) We're just going to open it up. Any questions you have, keep the spoilers to yourself. Oh, Josh asks, are we doing it beyond the rim tonight? No, Josh, we are not uh, because I'm half asleep already. And these guys didn't give me any good predictions, so I can't. I thought mine were good. Mine was amazing. Uh, thank you, Ryan. You Ryan, gas, Ryan says, Gaslight, Gatekeep, Girl Boss, Gray 17. There you go. Right. Turn your tag that's right. Sounds like the, an MLM. And at the, Actually, at the yeah. Live, that's... And at the live show at the end of season five, yes, we will be doing a bracket of every episode of the entire series. It'll be seven hours long. <laughs> oh, my God. We will remember what that That'll end was. every friendship on here. Justin, uh, yeah. Jim says to you, I predict Justin will spend a lot of money on the B5 board game after I tell him about it at Gen Con. Okay. Probably. Ooh, we Not do have lie. a question from Ryan at Yum Yum. Which character or actor did you not I, enjoy? Who's controlling the in? chat here, my friend? <laughs> Me. Thank I'm taking over. Thank you, Melissa. It's mine now, bitch. Uh, girl power. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, okay, what what Emily was saying, because I talked over, uh, Ryan from Yum Yum Podcast, you should check out Ryan at Yum Yum. Search Yum Yum Podcast. Yeah. Which character or actor did you not enjoy to begin with, but has grown on you and why? Hmm. We won't go around the table so somebody just <laughs> pop up and say. Sheridan. Sheridan for Nicole. Yeah, he grew on me. Jakar. I wasn't sure about him at first, but I really like um, the arc of his character so far. We all know I loved Ivanova when I started. <laughs> Jesse hated Claudia Christian and Ivanova in total. Hated. Now I love her. She's my fave. <laughs> Anybody says, else? Who is your favorite character and why is it Zathras? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which which Zathras? Zathras or Zathras? <laughs> Zathras! <sighs> Zathras! All right, I'll jump in here. I'm going to say Drawl. Drawl. Uh, the new I, actor. I kind of despised his character portrayal the first time that we like met him and is just over the top very theatrical approach to things and then by the end of that last episode that he appeared in i was like okay this guy is pretty dope <laughs> like uh and says uh i have a couple of b5 board games still in plastic looking for a good home and gray 17 podcast at gmail.com <laughs> i didn't know that those were a thing and we would totally play them yes uh, we would do them live on youtube Hit me bonus, up, girl. Oh, bonus yeah. content okay uh let's see here uh jacob asks how old were you scott when you finished b5 for the first time i just looked up when sleeping in light aired which is the series finale and that was in november of 1998 so i was are 15 you... years old now, are you trying to make him feel bad thank you <laughs> but no I will, I will say so uh and blake says he was about 15 as well because he was watching yeah. along at the same time i was mm-hmm. there at the dawn of the third age of PTN, and mm-hmm. i continued on through tnt and oh. um i uh had tissue with me in november of 1998 and i was not doing what justin was doing i was crying <laughs> at the end of B5. <laughs> uh nicole nicole says wow. i was 18 in 1998 because nicole's old as shit 
Yeah. <laughs> rude. Hey, screw hey. you. So is I. Right. Don't be rude. Hey, Kevin and yeah. Justin are older than me. Just by uh, a little. Yum yum wants Andrew to zero. Answer this one. <laughs> what was that, Blake? Answerable. Yum yum wants Andrew to answer what he was doing in 1998. <laughs> he was uh, oh, swimming boy. around his dad's oh. balls. Oh, Ew. thank you, Scott. <laughs> How about we have Andrew answer the question yeah. since it was directed <laughs> to him. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. No, I, I was I, I was uh, gr growing inside of my mother's stomach in, throughout the mo majority of 1998. Oh, were you born in 99? No, I was born in 98. Oh, really? So you were oh. born when I was 18? I could be your mom, dude. <laughs> Surprise! Thanks. <laughs> Surprise! You are not the father. Ancestry.com. So Gigasaurus wants you to know. Ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> talking about, oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Gigasaurus, let's get us back on track. Choo choo. Gigasaurus asks, What are you guys using for your video source to watch B5 now? Doobie. DVDs. DVD. Crime. Pirate Bay. I bought the series on Voodoo. I've been watching it mostly on Tubi, but I also have it on DVD. Yeah. I, I I've own. Got it on. Oh, go ahead. I've got it on Apple TV. I actually, uh, so one of my coworkers wanted to get into Babylon 5. Uh, so I gave them my DVD set. Nice. So I, I, I have the full set on DVD, but to make things easier on my streaming TV, because I don't think I have my DVD player plugged anymore, I am switching up between Tubi and Roku and really hating the freaking Roku interns for their advertisement placements. Tubi's not as bad from what I've been able to get. No, I just like I like to change it up to see if there's anything different between the two, but they seem to sure. be doing the same. Honestly, Xbox One makes a perfectly good DVD player. I I'm a PC gamer. So, so does PlayStation Four because I don't have a five. Uh, Ryan says, for those who watch on the DVDs, please in a short uh, sentence describe the DVD menus. Andrew, oh, describe they're... the DVD menus to oh. us. Oh, they're. I mean, like I don't know what he's looking for. <laughs> people merge into other people, and it's really grotesque. Yeah, it's I, like I, body I, horror. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty rudimentary. <laughs> In season three, I think I mean, Lita transforms into Jakar, and it's really let weird. Andrew, yeah. speak. <laughs> yeah, I love how you directly. Uh, address the question well to when me, it takes you, you 15 years to answer the damn question i kind of have to fill in the dead space go because well, i had no idea what the question meant. <laughs> i mean yeah it's just the characters morphing into each other i don't know what you want <laughs> i honestly thought about making a meme about is this a major spoiler on this menu is everybody changelings on babylon 5 is there yeah. the, are just different characters just morphing into each other? That's how the DVDs have been since the beginning. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. look, we can do morphs. It's great. JMS just predicted that edibles would become legal. <laughs> you know, I should try watching an episode on an edible. That'd be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> if you're going to do that, I want to record Our next edible. live episode. Our next live yeah. episode. I'm, by the way, those in the yeah. chat... Those in the chat, peer pressure these guys. I've been asking the newbies for nearly two months now to record themselves while they're watching the episodes, and guess how many recordings I've gotten. So peer pressure them. Tell them that you want Nobody to see has. their reactions when they're watching these episodes. Ooh, I have an idea. In my defense, I am, I am very unreactive when I watch episodes, so you would just get, like, 40 minutes of me just staring at the TV. Like, and I, taking notes. You wouldn't get anything. 
Yeah, and taking notes. <laughs> Vanessa says Animorphs. Now I remember that book. <laughs> Books. Yeah. Maybe they should choose what episode we watch and record. Vanessa, my favorite uh, young adult book from the 90s was My Teacher Flunked the Planet. Uh, so Robert says, have the new ones had a hard time not wanting to do a marathon of the shows. People who I've introduced the show to usually get done with a marathon over a week per season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really want to crush it, but I can't. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. hard not to watch ahead because I'm like, oh, I want to know. I hate waiting, especially now that we're in season three and it's really picked up. I'm like, dang it. I got to wait. We missed one. Um, what I, oh, I'm just cr- I'm clicking as I go. Which ones I missed? Sorry. Uh, yeah. James said, um, would any of the newbies currently uh-huh. recommend Babylon 5 to any of their friends? Yes. Oh, I've already recommended it a Absolutely. few times. Yeah, same. No, no one's taken the my, my recommendation, but I have made them. Well, screw I that, actually, I may actually recommend it to my dad because I got my dad reading the Red Rising series, mm-hmm. and then he went behind that and read The Expanse. So he's really starting to get into sci-fi. <laughs> so I may send him my DVDs after this. Nice. You know, uh, it's really tough about Babylon 5 is you know that the first season not everyone's going to like it and it's going to be kind of a slog and there's there's other series like that um that you know you you kind of have to suffer through the first season of like TNG is one of them and um what's the uh the Ben Browder and uh Claudia Claudia Black series Farscape is another um, but once you get into Babylon five, just like all these newbies and us first ones, like you, you just can't put it down. I'll say that's one of my biggest things. It's been a problem and a fun thing with me is I haven't watched B five week to week like this since it aired in the nineties. Cause I binged the shit out of it. So having to wait week to week is driving me insane, but also making me appreciate things I didn't appreciate before. And Justin, you said everyone has a kink. So Ryan's kink is he wants 40 minutes of Andrew stroking his chin and politely smiling. I want no. 40 minutes of it too. What? I mean, his hair has got to be down though. If he's going to do it. Yeah. We need to see the majestic Andrew, hair. we need the hair down. Yes. yes. Hold on. Let it down. <laughs> he just hurt himself. That his hair is longer than mine is. Dude, your hair is epic. So we gonna start there it is. Oh, yes. There it is. Oh, that just got some likes. Hit that like button, <laughs> subscribe button, <laughs> notify button. Just doing something for you, Ryan. New so only majestic. Fans, just yeah. Andrew's hair. Benway, your friend of 30 plus years who refuses to watch B5 is not truly a friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> just not. I can't believe we didn't extort people in the chat for money to see Andrew with his hair down. (laughs) (laughs) Have we learned nothing in two seasons? We have learned nothing. (laughs) A dollar per inch. Uh, let's see. Wow. I see. Oh, come on, Ryan. <laughs> There's Sorry. a good question up here that we missed from Shannon. Uh, what character do you relate to the most and why? Oh, there you go. Ooh. Oh. Dr. Franklin. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Wait, no, no. Is there any comments about your workplace this past week? <laughs> yeah, which we're not going yeah. to bring up in the live, Blake, at all. Uh, we'll just say that there's a lot of butt touching going on, apparently. Right. <laughs> Completely accidental. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Mm-hmm. For a pizza place. <laughs> she just walked into my cupped hand. It's all that happened. Yeah. I'm no, sticking up for you, at least. That's what all the red dots say. 
Oh, dogs. <laughs> this is what happens when we go past the 90 minute mark. God. We... <sighs> okay, so let's go back to Shannon's question. I had this, I had a Franklin, which is weird. Anybody else? I'm going to go with Veer. And the reason is not only because I've been known to be a little klutzy and nerdy, but um, I could really see doing something bad for somebody that I have a lot of loyalty towards. And that's really, you know, the situation that Veer found himself in in this season. He's like, man, I really don't want to do this. I'm begging you not to do it. But if you order me, I'm going to go do it because I work for you and you've given me tons of, you know, tons already so what how am i gonna say no that's tough anybody else um gosh because he's both an asshole and an angel and i can relate <laughs> wow. i'd like to think i'd like to think that i'm like ivanova because she's mouthy she's sassy she doesn't take any shit and she fakes her pretty, orgasms she's pretty out well i don't do that i actually have them i have many but anyway, oh. that's besides the point. I really um, needed to know that, Nicole. Oh, it is you, definitely a lot of How do you o'clock. think you were born, son? Bazinga. Wow. <laughs> Wait, but seriously, though, she's like cold and she's outgoing. And that's very, very me. Like, I say it how it is. I don't hold back. So I think that I'm like her. I hope I'm like her, at least. Not as hot as her, but definitely I do have a lot of hair. So that might work. Catherine says, what? Are we back to the butthole episode? Yes. We never left the bubble episode, Catherine. We never left it. Uh, we live it every day. So often. Back to Shannon's question. I would actually vote for me. Uh, who do I relate to the most? Lanier and Veer. The guys who get shit on all the time and just have to watch the world burn. It's great. <laughs> Are we, that, are we that bad here? That's Scott? depressing, Whoa. Scott. <laughs> I think Scott needs a hug. You, you know what? Hearing that argument, I, I'll, I'll change mine to Lanier. I, I just love that scene where they're together and they just, you know, sit down at the bar, rant for five seconds, and say, same time next week. <laughs> that was good. Same yeah. time tomorrow. They want to see an OnlyFans, Andrew. Get it going. Jacob says that we need to have an OnlyFans Gray 17. We've, we literally brought this up uh, when we were recording The Gathering. This is not new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about it for uh, Gray Seventeen now. feet picks. What? I'm just gonna say. I'm just saying. Uh, feet picks have been made. Andrew's hair. What was it? Banana feet at one point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. I know it was brought up in the chat earlier, but that's when I, we sit down and do like the season five end of show recap. The couple of things I'm going to bring up. One of them is going to be I never thought I was going to get a cease and desist order from Pornhub for Gray Seventeen, but yeah. sure as hell did. Jesse's got like the only evidence. She bought it before it got shut down. <laughs> it's our shining moment, and I wear it every single time we have one of these. You're all welcome. Yeah, uh, Kaylee's uh, is listening in chat. I'm not going to pull it up, but it's because you guys can see it anyway. Is some episodes that really need live reactions. I agree. Here's the problem with live reactions. We try it with TKO, and with mm. we, when the guys are watching it for the first time, to Andrew's point, they're watching and because they're trying to pay attention to it, so it's boring to watch them. But when we do reactions, it's also hard because a lot of people are stepping on each other as we're watching these. So uh, what I'm thinking we're going to do is um, what I would love to have happen is these guys, and again, tell them if you want them to, because they don't listen to me. I would love these guys to record themselves, and then when a reaction happens, 
I can take that little bit and splice it into a video and you can watch all the good reactions without having to wait through the entire episode to get them. But I also have to get their videos to do that too. Shannon, I a, always need a hug. Scott just wants videos. We could get a better microphones and turn it into like an ASMR thing. Emily, you assume I don't already. <laughs> Ew, Pac Marat cams. Nice. <laughs> As Pac Marat comes out and goes, Rrr. <laughs> Anything Ryan. else, guys? Anything else uh, from the chat? And then we'll do our closing. Ryan has asked that question twice. Which one? What are some of the... Oh, so, yeah, I got it. Thank you. Ryan from Yum Yum, what are some of the plot twists or character changes that have taken you by surprise this season? Um, for me, it was the change in uh, in Londo because I mean, we've talked about mm -hmm. it throughout the season as like, how we thought he was the good one at the beginning of season one and Jakar was the bad one and now it's completely flipped. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? I would agree with that, but I also... Yeah, same. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Andrew. Oh, I was saying oh. Londo. I would say that and also the the Talia thing that kind of threw me off. Yeah. Um, I was like, damn, you're an evil bitch. Like <laughs> that really upset me. Cause I liked her character and I was rooting for her. And then, yeah, that, that one kind of made me sad. Okay, I guess I would have to throw in our dearly departed Lieutenant Keffer. Like he was coming into <laughs> his own and then he fucking died. He died for our sins. I just Face can't believe Kosh was an angel. I can't believe that's how that worked out. <laughs> by Vorlon. That was good. Justin, don't take that shit from him. <laughs> no, I'm not, because I was fucking right all along. I'm just, I'm just there you go, buddy. Yeah. I'm basking. I'm basking in the glory. James like, says what he would memes. like. James says what he would like to see is many episodes with the people who missed the main conversations. For example, Jesse, because she missed Fall of Night, and have a little mini episode about what Jesse feels or what anyone feels who misses the episodes. Ooh, I like it's that not idea. a bad, it's not not a bad, bad idea, idea at all. And uh, Anne says yes to the reaction highlight reels. Chris says the same. Also, Christopher Jackson says he wants us to react to WWE. I think we can have <laughs> Andrew do that for us. Beanpole. <laughs> that's, not, uh, that's not what they meant, Scott. Oh, what? When I'm oh, oh WWE no. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. World. You're right. Yep. Okay. We're going to leave that Christ. one alone. I, I, I read oh. his WWE, but now I know. And oh. ben, Benway is talking the same thing for Severed. Yeah, I saw that. There's a whole list of them. Hey, if the newbies did it for every episode, wouldn't have to worry about it. Uh, and then Kaylee says, We need those reacts. We need them. In all caps. Oh, God. Fine. Yeah. Just stick your face in front of a camera. You do it anyway. Just do it. You don't want to see this shit. Yeah, but, well, but honestly, I get paid for a lot of my camera work. That's true. Gedrin says angels are Vorlons, not the other way around. Vorlons are not angels. Angels are Vorlons. Mm. Deep. What? <laughs> When I saw Kosh out of his suit, I saw Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Go to heaven, oh yeah! <laughs> Snap it to a slim jim. Oh yeah. Uh, My favorite thing about the Skyrim video game was the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why Benway is sorry. I I can't wait for Severed Dreams. Yeah, it's no, be amazing. it's gonna be great. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, 
Uh, Ryan says Stop the real big twist was that Zach Allen exists and did more than a few people in the opening credits did. This is true, which is why Zach is now in the opening credits for season three. Oh, Mike says it's five oh six a.m. in Scotland and up for Whoa. work. Hope this is going to be a podcast. Yes, it is. I have to edit Good it a morning. lot, but it will be. It will be a podcast. Good yeah, morning. morning. Good morning. Happy Happy Monday to y'all. Jim I'm, says I'm, Justin needs yeah. a. Justin needs a windshield wiper on the camera before he's allowed to do that. <laughs> Duly noted. Yep. We've been on him for a while about it. <laughs> That's when the camera auto zooms. <laughs> Check out our red bubble shop for uh <laughs> Brown chicken, brown cow. That's all. I'm also going to throw up a uh, Dr. Oh, no. Franklin did nothing wrong shirt at some point. <laughs> that, we need to do that. If you do go to a Redbubble right now, you can buy a toilet seat cover that says, I know what's beyond the rim. <laughs> That's legitimate. You can do that. So, <laughs> and Jesse's going there right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm so, cut the door to that. <laughs> First and foremost, thanks to everybody in the chat who have been. Oh, uh, Catherine says, "Hey guys, I'm out. It's midnight here. I need to go." <laughs> you and bye me bye. both. Yeah. yeah so here's here's what thanks we're gonna for do. Watching. Uh, yeah. Real quick, I want to before I'll, I'll pass it off to all the folks so they can say their goodbyes as well too. But I want to just take a moment to thank you all. This has been the most active chat for a live we've ever had. Uh, we had over 100 people in here at one point. So thank you so much. Uh, if you have not yet, please do hit that like, subscribe, and notify button. Because we will be putting up a lot more videos on YouTube. And if you want to actually be notified when they pop up, click that notify button. And of course, the like button and the subscribe button help us out a lot. So if you're not subscribed, do it, please. We are already... Uh, recording season three and so Wednesday we will drop on our audio feed which is in the link down below this episode edited so the first 20 minutes doesn't exist and then starting next Wednesday on both YouTube so and when I say next Wednesday by the way I do mean uh, May 31 <clears throat> so on May 31 we will drop on YouTube and our audio feed season three episode one and then we're off to the races for season three so thanks everyone so much for being a part of this we are in not even halfway through yet and there's still so much more to go so we're really happy to have you i'm going to toss it to each of our folks and let them just say whatever they want to say in closing so let's go to blake first i didn't hear what you said scott you broke out on my end oh say what you want to say in closing blake so thank you all for joining us for these first couple of seasons. I hope you stick with us through season three. There's some incredible stuff coming up and hope to grow this even more as we go through this. And hopefully Justin contains himself just a little bit on the podcast. And Jacob gives us one ninety nine for saying thank the Jacob. shadow knows. <laughs> the shadow thank knows. you, Jacob. And Justin's got his tinfoil hat. That's another big thing too. Not just a tinfoil hat, but Thank you for all the super chats. We had so many. I didn't even know I turned that on, to be perfectly honest with you. I was like, oh, shoot, I have the super chats on. So thanks, everyone, for doing the super chats. They were really helpful as well, too, to help the screen yeah. grow. So uh, we'll go to Mike. Um, God. Gee, mister. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for continuing to put up with us. <laughs> Stick with us. I hope we'll maybe get better. <laughs> we won't 
uh ryan votes for mommy nicole to take over the hosting of the podcast <laughs> he's just trying to kiss up because he's been mean to me all night okay yeah, and ryan, let's go please to- stop disrespecting my mother <laughs> oh, sorry, Andrew. <laughs> Kevin. You know, season two was a lot of fun, and I can't barely contain myself from uh, uh, how I feel about season three. So uh, I'm so looking forward to the next several weeks. So stick with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of uh, uh, shattered perceptions coming up really soon. So Kevin also needs a windshield wiper for his camera. Got it. Funny. Now let's go over to the newbies. Emily. Um, thanks for joining us in this very interesting endeavor, shall we say. Um, it's actually been a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to the next, what do we break it down to, year and a couple months? We'll be we going be- through October of 2024 yep. if everything so- works out the way we think it's going to work out. Hopefully everyone will stick around with us until then. <laughs> Melissa says someone's going to burst. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> and Ryan says Andrew has accepted his role as the baby lawn. Yes. The, the, <laughs> Andrew is the baby lawn. That is true. I think, I think I've already said this story several times, but I'll throw it out again just to uh, uh, embarrass Andrew some more. Everyone on the show is on the show because in some way or form, they've known me for years, except Andrew. Andrew, I put out on my Facebook, hey, I'm looking for hosts for this B5 show. Andrew's mom, who is a friend of mine, says, hey, my son needs something to do. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever like, yeah, keeps him a, off the streets. I, I, you know need, what? I need a youngin on B5. Here we go. <laughs> We love Andrew, and he decodes youth speak for me, so I appreciate him. <laughs> As he gives you the middle <laughs> As he's flipping everybody off. Oh. I'm ben, sticking up for you. Don't flip me off. Benway, I agree. You off, Mom. I there... was flipping off Scott. <laughs> okay, thank you. Benway, I agree. There are currently 80 people watching this video and only 39 likes. Clicky, clicky, clicky. 40. Apparently, we all use more youth speak than some of the listeners. But... This is true. This is true. Andrew, what do you got? I'm God, for real. <laughs> No cap. Mike just stepped on Andrew again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it, I don't really know what to say that hasn't already been said, but uh, yeah, just thank you for uh, you know continuing to listen to us and uh, and engaging with uh, with our conversations and yeah, just another three seasons. Yep, three seasons. Three seasons. We're gonna have Andrew host an episode too, I think. You don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) So Ryan, uh, it then tosses it to Jesse with saying, keep up the social justice warrior, angry lesbian energy for season three. Jesse, go for it. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody out there that has been so awesome to us from the beginning. Um, Melissa, Shannon, Girl Power, um, Sean, Tim, Yuri, Jacob, Ryan, Mega, you guys are all amazing. And those are just a few of the thousands of people that support us and um we appreciate you guys and thanks for all the super chats i did that what we're calling yeah super chats um those are cool as shit i didn't know that was an option so um you guys are awesome and we appreciate it and thank you for having us and specifically me who talked mad shit about babylon 5 for the first like 17 episodes so (laughs) 
by the way, Vanessa's getting in the joke and said that so Nicole got Andrew on the show since uh, Andrew's mother Basically. contacted mm-hmm. me. Yes, I like it. Yes, this is canon. Uh, Gigasaurus <laughs> says, I don't hit the like button on anything because I don't want to give Google information, dude. They've already got it. Just hit the like button, it'll be okay. Um, and by the Justin, way, Justin, can you uh, go ahead and get your hat? Yes, give G- uh, Giga your hat because he needs it more than you do. It's not wrong. <laughs> okay, let's go to Justin next. Yeah, this has been some fun shit, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely been something bigger than I ever thought it was going to be from uh, when uh, Blake and Kevin, uh, 20 years ago, were begging me to watch this dumbass show. <laughs> and finally, they got me to do it. And happy to be along for the ride. Um I definitely, uh, I guess I've learned tonight and my takeaways from this evening that I need to stock up on uh, Kleenex and lotion and apparently a wiper. Um, so I'll, I'll be going to Costco uh, sometime in the next week to make sure I have that for the next episode. And then, um, and then thank you all for your generous, generous donations because I will need to go out and buy a lot more red yarn apparently going forward. So. But thank you all. Love you all. And Nicole. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody for being so cool and so accepting and so welcoming. And like Jesse, I am not a sci-fi person. And uh, everybody's been so (laughs) welcoming and friendly and nice. And honestly, like this community has been way cooler than any other fan base I've ever been involved in. Um, and I just think that it's a testament to the show and the great writing and the great acting because it produces great fans. Um, and I really just appreciate everybody um, being the community that I didn't know that I needed. So I appreciate you all and, and everyone who supports us financially or just participating with us. It's I don't even have the words to say how thankful we are. We just got another super chat from uh, Yuri. Keep making Thank it Yuri. fun. Thanks, Yuri. Thank you. Thank you. And that's actually, uh, Yuri is one of them. I'm going to highlight real quick. Thank you so much. You know, we also have our Patreon. And so thank you so much for anyone and everyone who's on our Patreon. We have a great Discord going of over 50 folks. And I really do want to highlight real quick our great council members. These are our producers. They're listed in every single episode at the bottom of the show notes, but we don't call them out enough. So I'm going to call them out real quick. These are our producers from Patreon who give the highest donation each month. Rosemary Bayless, Sarah Brown, Alexander Bohm, Matt Dennis, Melissa L. Hash, Melissa L. Hash, Yuri Hood Jr., Michael Huate, Aaron K, Andrew Lude, uh, Joseph Wise, and Laura W., which many of them were in the chat tonight and yes, gave more than already their producer status. So thank you so much for that. That's really helpful. Uh, we've got some ideas on how we're going to continue to grow this thing. It's so much fun. So until next week. Scott, one oh, last thing. Yonatan did post in the uh, chat. Justin, make sure to get the extra Ben Gay also. Oh, Jesus. We have... <laughs> we, oh, my goodness. And, and keep it keep it on my knees where it belongs. Oh, fuck. So, but honestly, like, you guys are all, from, from, from the Facebook group and everything, you all listeners are just as batshit crazy as we are. <laughs> well, would you listen to time? It took us 20 minutes to get through the outros. This is great. We're, 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 we're learning, guys. We're getting better as we go. <laughs> Okay, so until next week, when we talk about 
season three of Babylon 5. I've been Scott, and with me has been... Emily. Blake. Justin. Kevin. Jesse. Blake. Nicole. And Andrew. Be sure to click all of the buttons except for the down arrow. Don't click that one. And we will see you all next week. And thanks again, everybody. It's been fun, and we've got so much more to go. Thank you for listening to Gray 17, a Babylon 5 podcast. You can find all the places to listen to and watch this podcast at anchor.fm slash gray17podcast or youtube.com at gray17podcast. We want to hear from you, so join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or Patreon. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review where you are listening to or watching this podcast. Gray 17 is not affiliated with, and the podcast has not been prepared approved or licensed by warner brothers or any other owners of the babylon 5 copyright all clips included in this podcast are the intellectual property of the respective copyright holders they are included here for purpose of review and no infringement is intended the opening and closing themes are available from falling matter on youtube and what's out there the rim and beyond that the truth 